Welcome to episode 621 of the Leadcast Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Cooper. Joining me, Aiden Rockarts. Hey, how's it going? The Return and Colton Sweat. Hey, happy Tuesday. Happy New Year. Happy Tuesday. We haven't done a podcast since last year, but um bum. Hey. <laughs> we've got a little bit of uh, Leadcast news. Um, we've got some new news, and then we're going to be talking about some of the 2023 news that we'll recap and sort of give our uh, opinions on um, if they have changed we've got a sponsor we'll be hearing from nord vpn once again our friends will talk about um are we doing shitty trivia again um i think we'll save it for next week and then okay we'll come back to we'll it. save it for we'll save shitty trivia we for could, next week we could do the same trivia i did with you and alex <laughs> and chris and jacob but we just make aiden answer every question mm-hmm, that'd be very good um we have a, a bit of competitive league news, and then we'll go into roundtable and mail fight. Um, Aiden, how was your week? My weeks? Um, it was good. I, I didn't play League of Legends. <laughs> yeah, you were busy being a uh, Game of Life 2 gamer, huh? Yeah, we played Game of Life 2 on uh, New Year's, <laughs> and it was fun. Um, uh, but yeah, I played some League today after not playing it for pretty well two weeks. We played like two ARMs or something that one morning, or a couple ARMs, but... Mm-hmm. Um, it feels good. Uh, coming back to the game is always just nice. Um, still am so fucking certain that I'm not going to play rank next season. I think that's a yeah. just good decision. I think it's just such a fucking waste of time. <laughs> even are when I win even, games, man, it's just such such a waste of time. Are you even more like solidified in that opinion? Yeah, yeah as I get closer, it's just like I'd, I'd rather be doing almost anything else. Um, and that's not to say like I don't like League either. I think the game is the best it's actually ever been. Um, I mm-hmm. think the meta feels good. I wish I have like some cringe split push shit. Uh, losing to a split pusher every single game is miserable. And um, And like yeah, AD carries building tech. End. But <laughs> overall, like I think the game feels fun. I think my character yeah. is good. This is the highest ELO I've ever been. Um, it's just yeah, just not a good use of time. But I've I've talked about that plenty. Um, mm-hmm. That being said, uh, I think I'm still gonna play like a bunch of like other stuff, like uh, like do custom games with in our community. Um, play normals with our friends, play ARMs on the weekend still, uh, just no ranked. And I think that will be a good 50 to hundred hours that I get back, uh, every year. Nice. Big. <laughs> so that's, that's nice. Um, outside of that, um, what did I do outside of like in, in the world of video games? Oh, I, I've been playing Maple Story. Uh, a bunch yeah i saw you online yeah recently. i've been playing lots of maple stories an event and it's like been pretty fun um hey if we have anyone in the discord who uh plays maple story <laughs> uh like on the reboot server like the main reboot server and wants to like carry me on like some of the the higher up bosses like lucid and stuff uh hit me up we can maybe we can game a little bit because i i i've been grinding my Thunderbreaker, um and i've been playing uh, i've been uh, leveling up my dawn warrior on this new event Whoa. so both of them are like, almost cool. 230 so i've been having fun <laughs> What's it's max so level? funny. Uh, max level is 300. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. But like all the, so like the last big, they just recently updated the game like a couple months back and they added like, mm-hmm. uh, you have like job advancements where like you get like more abilities and stuff. Um, and they added a new one at 260. So that's what I'm trying to get to. Ooh, okay. Nice. 
but yeah it's just like i don't know just like as much as i think it's not a good use of time all the time to do like dailies and stuff in like a game but holy fuck it's sometimes nice just to throw on like a a video and just do dailies on a mmorpg type game <laughs> yeah hey it turns out that's the uh that's the runescape model yeah. right and it's just been popular for 20 years now fuck there's a game made by jagax um that's just like apparently it's like a it's almost like an idol game but it's like kind of like a runescape type yeah it's melvor idol uh, is that fun it i've is, heard it's good <laughs> it's uh it is shockingly good for a runescape inspired idle game yeah um it is made by a third party but it was actually picked up and published uh, officially by the company that makes runescape yeah um it, i mean it's flush with content it has a uh, some dlcs that i think are super worth it yeah um it, it is something that is very easy to like put down and like not think about and yeah. then when you unlock like really cool stuff spend hours like in it playing a mobile game Playing yeah. a, like a mobile uh, idol game. It was like the really first uh, free game in like this month, this like year's epic, mm-hmm. like uh, like free games Christmas thingy or whatever. Yeah. And I, I've heard good things. So I'm, I'm going to try it, even though I have like no nostalgia for RuneScape. <laughs> you should. And if you uh, if you have any questions, of course, let me know. I'm, I think I'm almost, I mean, I'm maxed before the um, the most recent DLC com- came out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, cool. So, um, yeah. Awesome. Uh, and I think that's kind of my week. That's enough. I'll, I'll, I'll come back to it if I have anything that like pops up, but what about you, Colton? That's, that's so wild that you didn't even mention our pizza <laughs> date. Oh yeah. All. We did get pizza together. That was fun. That was actually a lot of fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Um, got pizza, went to a little, little dessert shop, brought, or in brought Kennedy home a little, was it a crepe cake? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my week, uh, sounds so playing- good. <laughs> Yeah, we, we got a little sample before we had them there. Yummy. Nice. Um, I've been playing a lot of League of Legends. Uh, got back to Masters, which was my goal. Uh, decided to, to play some more games while I still had my Decay Shield. And uh, won most of them. Got up to 150 LP, then lost like four or five games in a row. Uh, back to like 120 now. Um, been playing a lot of like Enchanters. Uh, not really much of any Senna. It's, uh, I don't know, they're really, really good. It's not super fun just, like, hanging out AFK in lane for the first 10 minutes, but you just win a lot of games because you're super strong later on in team fights. Yeah, it turns um, out playing reactively is still a very powerful way to, to play. <laughs> yeah. Um, so going to probably keep playing uh until i either like hit a new peak or get back down to zero and then if i get to zero i'm gonna stop playing so that i get my uh my border and my rewards um that's really all i've been playing in terms of video games Uh, i picked up a like mobile game that's just like a slay the spire clone um it's been fun but like it is very obviously a Slave Spire clone. <laughs> it's got, like, uh, certain skills and certain cards where, like, this card just exists in the other game. Like, it does the exact same thing. That's so funny. Um, but, yeah, that's about it for me. Nick, how you, how you been? What you been up to? Good. Um, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to everyone. Uh, I sent you boys a Christmas present. Have you guys had a chance to play? I saw yeah. it yesterday. I, I meant to message okay. you. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I have not played yet. It is uh, it such. It is like kind of like Slay the Spire, um, which is why I sent it to both of you because I thought you might both enjoy it. Um, but the gameplay is like super unique. It's called Forward. Um, so uh, yeah, hopefully, um, hopefully you guys enjoy it. Um, let's see. Oh, I have played a decent amount of a uh, league, just like normals and stuff, though nothing, nothing super fun. Um, uh, we had a big episode last week, so hopefully everyone enjoyed that. Um, now that uh, Aiden is back to normal, normal recording. Um, and there's one. Oh yeah, I I, uh, I got engaged. Hell I'm yeah! Engaged. Congrats. Yeah. Whoa. We, uh, we um got engaged on pretty early on New Year's. <laughs> um. So yeah, pretty uh pretty exciting stuff. It's been big. Um, I got stupid work starting up again, but hey, maybe I'll go through with my uh, my quitting threat eventually. Hell yeah. Um, so we'll see. Uh, I guess that's it for me. Let's get into the show. Do we have any lead cast news? Um, nothing too crazy um, other than I'm going to do community games hopefully sometime soon. Uh, and I think that's kind of it for the most part. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, let's move into new news or I guess we have an announcement. I don't know if you guys have talked about this already. I didn't listen to the episode I wasn't on. Um, <laughs> hey, we o- we're only using discord now. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. We talked about that, uh, three shows ago. Um, yeah, that's when the I was next on. <laughs> two shows you talked about our Twitter and Facebook, that's funny. but Hey, uh, we're still yeah, committed I did. to it. Cause I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. And I didn't want to, I didn't want to yeah. not do it if, if we were, you know, <laughs> Yeah, you're good. Um, so yeah, like uh, Nick, Nick saying, we're gonna kind of pull back on posting things and responding on Twitter and Facebook. If you want to get in touch with us, if you want your roundtable answers or your comments about the show, your feedback, any of that, to be seen and read and responded to, put it in the Discord. Discord.gg forward slash leaguecast. Get in there, talk to people, join the community. That's where everything is happening. That's where community games are. That's where the discussion threads are. That's that's it. Discord.dg slash leakcast. Dude, I've been so much Hell happier yeah. not using Twitter, by the way. And like, yeah, I, I'm like, I've never been more vindicated in my entire life about a decision that I made years ago. <laughs> yeah, like I even like was, uh, I was still kind of using it. Like I still had it. I didn't actually uninstall it. I just like was trying to stop using it. Mm-hmm. And then the honestly, you don't have to delete stuff from your like you can if you really can't control yourself. But all I did was remove it from my home screen. Yeah, and, and guess what? Yeah, yeah, I made it harder to get to you. I click on it when I w- really want to go see something, and otherwise, I don't click on it now. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. It's so. It's easy. not just like a like a habitual. Yeah, sometimes habitual I click thing. the app that's in that place now. Uh, yeah, and then I go. Oh, I'm glad I'm not on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad this is that's Twitter. so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad this is uh, Maple Story Idol, not Twitter. <laughs> cool. Nice. Sick. 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 Um. Should we just jump into the new news then? Any any other league cast news? We can jump right in, uh, I think. Oh, unless we have Yeah. Some. Let's do it. Um we can do this and then and then go back to the twenty twenty three recap since it's kind of a guffaw as well. Cool. Um so we've got a new ELO system on the way, right? Yeah, called True Skill Two. Um Whoa. Just for context, um they have like another like post that's pretty well just saying, like, hey, um ELO is obviously this chess system named after Arpid ELO. 
Um, it, it has nothing to do with what we do. Um, MMR is matchmaking rating, which is a uh, number used to determine skill in League of Legends and matchmaking you against other players. And then there's LOL MMR, which is the uh, current skill elimination uh, estimation system used by League. Um, and it's kind of based off of this idea of true skill one, which is like Riot's own proprietary skill uh, matchmaking system. And it attempts to make uh, predict how good players are based on their like performance and obviously create good matches. And what was recently announced by a rioter um, is that they're moving to a new system in the new year um, not initially in the new year but hopefully soon um, called true skill 2 which is obviously building off of true skill 1 which is their own system obviously based in around the idea of like ELO and MMR systems uh, and it's interesting <laughs> yeah um, it, it's so the, the general idea is they're trying to eliminate scenarios where people have like just fucked like negative gains like the states where you get into like minus 30 plus 20 situations um but it, it's i would say it's concerning at, from an outsider's perspective right now without like obviously we're not currently seeing how true skill 2 will be implemented but it like currently there was a post saying like hey it takes into stuff like takes into account uh takes into account absent absent uh absence from the game takes into account uh squads of players so pre-made groups takes into account um uses batch interface to improve matchmaking uh accuracy um takes player statistics into account over time takes player experience uh time played into account and it's like all these things are first of all very vague um we've mm-hmm. had discussions on our discord already of like what the fuck does uh takes player experience time play yeah <laughs> right which three of us three people interpreted it three different ways um my way obviously was like hey it's trying trying to stop like hey this person started playing league of legends they hit level 30 and they're placed into platinum games right whereas a level 30 account that has only played x number of games should probably be no higher than bronze right when they're placed uh, versus like even if like maybe someone's like their first time playing ranked ever but they've played 10,000 games maybe it is okay to start them in like platinum plat yeah yeah mm-hmm. so that's my like thing but once again we don't know how any of this works <laughs> do you guys have any initial like comments there before we jump into like the there was a document that they linked uh which kind of goes into what true skill one is um and then it also talks about how true skill two could modify that so I kind of there are some things that I I definitely like, um, and some things that I don't like. I think the uh, if a player um, like takes a step away from the game, yeah, right, then their their um, skill latent skill is what they refer to like MMR as. Their latent skill should be treated differently than someone who's constantly playing, which I think is is fair. Um, the thing that I'm most concerned about is the. Um, Players' latent skill is inferred from individual statistics, yeah. such as kill death counts, uh, in addition to uh, win loss. Um, because I think that, like, sort of um, maybe in a very frustrating way, stifles uh, a lot of creativity and um, meta nonconformity. Uh, if I mean the the most prevalent example, right, is Boss, who is obviously extremely skilled at the game but plays in a way that is from based on this perspective is that of a a lower player, right? Like his latent skill would be lower than someone else at at his average because his kills are lower and his deaths are higher. Yeah. And I think it'd feel weird weird if he got punished or got less LP than someone else because he dies more, right? Like that, that'd be weird. Yeah. And I, I think like, okay, so a, um, 
a champion with a very high like average uh, uh, KD, like Janna, for instance, is indicative of a higher skill player than someone who plays like Rel, right? Someone who is expected to go in and die to start a fight. Um, and I mean, despite both of them being able to contribute to a team's win, it 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 just gets a little weird when it's not um only win loss which is a, a big thing that i've been uh, happy about with league yeah it's the same thing with like what if you play john a top are you going to be compared yeah. against mm-hmm. other top laners despite having way less cs like uh maybe like more, less kills um less turret damage like all these other factors it's hard to see i say how these factors would actually play into a thing and you'd hope it wouldn't yeah. influence it too much uh just to give them some level of credit um pretty well every single other game i don't know about mobas uh does this in some way yeah right? mm-hmm. obviously those yeah. stats are maybe a little bit easier to quantify right like in valorant for example um you get extra points for doing better um and you get you get less points if you do worse in a win um same with like losses obviously um and it, it's one of those things where it is weird in the fact that some people can get way more by doing better but at the end of the day i guess in like a shooter game your goal is always just kill them right at the end of the day it's not like you have like yeah a, like there are utility roles and obviously the counterpoint would be hey if you're a duelist main in theory you can climb faster because you should get more kills um than like a utility character but every character still can just kill anyone at any point and then that's kind of the main mm-hmm. goal whereas league of legends is a way more not complicated uh, complicated is actually probably a fine way to put it a way more complicated game and like what you're doing is not always uh should should not always be fully defined by what riot yeah. is optimal mm-hmm. i guess um but i don't yeah, think in terms I don't of think like roles like, mm-hmm. it's not completely yeah. off base of like i i think a system like this could work i think it's just complex and i would hate to see it work poorly yeah. i think so too i i just hate that it's being implemented now as opposed to 15 years ago yeah right um, I, yeah. I, I like the simplicity, uh, uh, sorry, Colton. I'll, um, I, I just like the simplicity of league, right? Where as long as you're contributing to a team winning, your MMR will go up like yeah. period, mm-hmm. right? There's nothing else that goes into it. If you're a challenger player, you got there because you won a bunch of games, not because you found the most optimal champion combination to increase your latent skill based on statistic. Like n- none of that. It's just like you, you just win games and that's like that's all that matters yeah yeah i i think you know i i would i guess assume that the system is still going to weight win or like loss as the most heavily like, sure you know most important thing right like your movement of your latent skill is probably going to be like 85 percent if you won or lost and then like 15 percent those mm. other things would be my my guess at least um, I, I do like, you know, some of the additions they talk about here where they are counting you quitting or like AFK drop, dropping an extended period of time as a loss, regardless of the game. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm totally fine with that. I get that disconnects happen, but unless you have like terrible Internet, it, it is your fault most of the time. Right. Like people are, are quitting. They are AFK. And if you have really, really bad Internet, like it's still sorry, your fault. Maybe it's not. Yeah, maybe online games aren't aren't for you. Yeah, <laughs> like it sucks, but there's no one else to to blame. There. Yeah, right. Yeah, like I mean, I, I, sure. Like the freak accident happens sometimes. Like oh my yeah. my mm-hmm. cat unplugged my router or something, but that's not going to affect you in the long run. So I, I like this. You know, those players are going to get punished. Um, you know, 
one other thing they mentioned here that I really liked is that it's going to base your your assumed skill in different game modes based on your whatever one you kind of are ranked yeah. in. So I think that will help with flex a lot. Um, yeah, that's helping very true. to put people closer to where they should be, so that you don't have to like if I'm you know a diamond player. I don't have to play a bunch of games of flex to like get to diamond. I can maybe queue up, get placed in emerald, and then win like ten games and and be where I belong, and then can compete from there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think you know Aiden said it. Like, I am excited to see where this goes. I hope that it is better, not worse. Um, but I, I, I think it probably will be good. It is unusual that we're getting it, like, now. <laughs> yes, I don't know if this is something they've been, like, really thinking about and working on for a while, but it's, like, we're 14 years into the game. I I, I do just think, just like, I, I think, like, if you you guys don't browse, I mean, Nick browse Reddit a fair bit, but, like, Colton, mm-hmm. you don't browse Reddit as much. Dude, every single day there's, like, probably, like, 100-plus posts about people complaining about their gains or their matchmaking or, like, the people in their games um it's there's prob- just complaints about ranked in general mm-hmm. it's probably the biggest com- the most complained about thing currently on r slash league legends which obviously yeah. isn't the indicative of the entire player base but like it- it's crazy the only other thing that even comes close is uh the idea of like the whole smurfing uh dilemma mm-hmm. um but like even that i think is just trumped completely by how many people complain about like matchmaking being a bad system and i don't know if it actually is i think it links just a very frustrating game to lose and you try to point at like things that maybe are out of your control um but like if people complain about it at that degree i think riot just needs to make a change right regardless of if it's real complaints or not (laughs) yeah it's it's just wild because i I think even if it had like the most perfect matchmaking system people are still going to complain yeah um and i don't know like it's wild right like you go into game you load up if you if you check before a game sometimes you'll be like oh their jungler and their mid are both like 70 percent win rate smurfs and like even like when you win that game right you're just like oh it's because we're so good and if you lose a game you're like oh matchmaking is fucked it's just like at the end of the day right just play the fucking game i mean the mmr is close enough it doesn't really matter yeah like i mean today like colt and i played against each other in one game so like we were same mmr he was like 100 points i was like 350 ish points um we were same game because there's not a lot of people queuing and then next game i queue up and my mid laner is rank eight on the solo queue ladder. So he <laughs> is 1,500 points, uh, and I'm 300. Yep. Uh, so he's yeah, 12. He was, he was 1,000 points over yeah. everybody on his team. Yeah, he's he's 1,000 points higher than me in this game. Like, like 1,200 points higher than me. That's Dude, that's four fucking divisions. That's like not yeah, diamond, uh, yeah. not platinum. That's like, sorry, not diamond, not emerald. That's like platinum. I mean, that's he, low platinum. He was, he was closer to three divisions than two, really. Yeah. Mm hmm. Right, because like it was like almost thirteen hundred. Right? Yeah, it's like it's like me playing it. Like, it, what, if, what if in instead of like having that uh, thirteen hundred point or fifteen hundred point? What if you liner, had a plat one guy in your game? Yeah, I had a I had a plat four mid laner. It's like dude, you're so fucked. And it's like obviously there's complaints like that with matchmaking. Um, I was playing off hours. Um, <laughs> in a pretty high ELO, but like yeah, mm-hmm. it's like fuck, man. Maybe the system isn't great all the time. And you, like, I'm not. This isn't even a complaint. This is just like a. I think you should have to deal with it sometimes. Like, <laughs> yeah, I also think that there are like little systems that could be in place that would help. 
like even if it was just when you queue up it could give you a little notification right to say like hey you're playing in a time with not a lot of players like the window you're going to play in right because like that guy probably knows right the rank eight player probably knows that he's going to be but like if he queued up wouldn't it be nice if it gave you a little notification saying hey you're the only guy queuing right now you're going to be placed into like a 500 lp lobby it's yeah. fun. it's funny mm-hmm. just so he knows in the pre-game chat of that lobby my jungler goes hey is anyone master tier in this lobby um <laughs> i assumed that oh this is someone smurfing and they're in diamond they're trying to see if like they're in master uh, master MR. that's the way i immediately interpret that um what he actually meant was he's a grandmaster player and uh he wasn't sure if it was a challenger lobby or a master lobby <laughs> <laughs> uh which is funny that's crazy but yeah, it's, I don't know, it's an interesting game, but uh, fun either way. But yeah, hopefully nice. True Skill 2 is good. Uh, I hope it's not <laughs> shitty. Because um, you definitely yeah. can just fuck up the rank systems, and it can completely ruin your game and ruin the trust of your community. I uh, Fucking Apex did that like a year ago. I'm not sure if you guys ever saw those screenshots. Oh, really? No, what happened? Um, where they were rewarding too much just for game time like lasting in a battle royale rather than kills so there was a strategy oh. where you would just land in a tree um mm-hmm. and then you just sit in trees um and not like fight and what hold on, let me pull it up dude it's the most fucked uh apex legends ranked distribution like it's it's the most fucked ranked distribution i've ever seen in any game ever um and like their community still talks about it. Like apparently it's like fully fixed. I think from what I from what I understand, and people still talk about it. Like look, dude, look at this. Oh my, it, master is uh, by far the highest. Yeah, um, master tier, which is their like rank right below <laughs> top five hundred or whatever, um, is the highest percentage of players out of any rank in the entire game. Wow. <laughs> Because you could That's just unbelievable. You, every single time you you could pretty consistently just get points by not playing, mm-hmm. and it's like cool. People still complain now. Like people still fucking complain about that system, even though like it's I think fixed or at least better. Um, and mm-hmm. I hope yeah. Riot doesn't do that. I hope Riot doesn't put themselves in a situation where people have zero faith in the ranked system f- until the end of time. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I think that there's also something to be said where, like. <laughs> The issue with this system and any matchmaking system that's going to like affect your rating based on performance is that it it was not net zero. And I think that's a really crucial thing for, for the game is that like regardless of how people perform, whatever the stats are, the total matchmaking rating between the 10 players in the game should be zero. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and that's, that's what happened here is that there was a net positive so you know if there's i don't know 20 players all doing that strat you know it, it ends up with those you know maybe the other 80 players net to zero but those 20 all gain lp and that's where you get this crazy fucking graph where 10 percent of the player base is in master plus and no other bracket has more than five percent right because it's it's just fucked right um and, and that's where you get like the inflation of ranks and you like those higher ranks become you know really populated in it and then like in, in league's case it's like oh we're gonna have to have like four thousand lp challenger players for it to even out you know the, the system has to be net zero 
yeah it just for, it, for the whole it's thing. just it's just very delicate for to mess with things like this because um it also creates toxicity like people will call each other boosted for seasons after that like even in league we already have that where lots of people go fuck man current day challenger is like fucking d4 level play right <laughs> like, even like current day master right yeah like, people constantly will say yeah because master percentage wise is the equivalent of like in season five like d4 or something like that d5 mm-hmm. um i don't know it's just it's weird and like people will like try to it just creates toxicity i think i think it, it's a yeah. part of the environment and i hope riot is very careful with this i have trust i have trust that they will be careful but um i am worried a little bit mm-hmm. for sure cool cool um do we want to talk about the riot game uh directory director's uh reflections yeah 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 it's it's like a tweet thread um from pew pew lasers who's the game director for league of legends for the past like year and a half or so um it's it's a good little thread i'd recommend everyone read it i was wondering if there's any like points that you guys specifically wanted to point out um a lot of it's kind of maybe fluffy things um but yeah w- one thing that i really really wanted to highlight is i completely agree is it's point six is like rioters do care about the game. He says, Ryder care more than people think. Uh, players care more than we can fathom. Every time I attend an event, this is reinforced. I feel like people have this weird perception that like Riot doesn't care about the game, Rioters don't care about the game, and then players also don't care about the game. I think mm-hmm. everyone cares about the game and maybe cares sometimes too much. <laughs> but it, it's so weird that we have this narrative of like, they don't fucking listen to us. <laughs> I feel like Riot listens to their community more than most game developers. Yeah. Hey, it turns out like if you're making comments on something, you probably care about it. <laughs> like to some extent. Yeah. In their free time, they use the Reddit accounts to update people on stuff. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, so some things that I noted, one, I thought it was just funny. Like he starts off the thread with, I've been like the director for 15 months. Um, and, and my immediate thought was like, yeah, and he has 10 people on his team. So that means he's got 12 years of <laughs> game director experience. Um, but uh, jokes aside, I, you know, I think a lot of the points he makes are very, very like high level, um, you know, not ultra specific in a lot of cases. You know, he brings up like fun over fair uh as like a point where right like the game should be fun and changing um people are very mad about that by the way that was like the most contentious point and i think the other one where it was eight right i think eight and two go together really well right where it's like two is fun over fair want a game to be changing uh and then eight was um logic is secondary to emotions like the game should feel good yeah even if it might not necessarily be balanced which like that is a really, really tough thing to balance and do correctly. Um, but by no means do I have the experience or skill set to do that. Um, but I, I do think, right, like that is accurate because we've seen it plenty of times where like a character feels OP even if they're like 50% win rate. Or I mean, Yone, right? Yone doesn't, permanently at, like, Yone doesn't feel fair but he statistically mm-hmm. he is right i'd say with that yeah. that is the other one that yeah. like, has lots of discussion if anything tends like, like weak right now <laughs> mm-hmm. and those are the ones that people are constantly talking about yeah right like nobody's complaining that seraphine bot has had a 53 percent win rate for three years no nobody's no, complaining I, I don't see any reddit posts about that <laughs> but the second yone hits 51 percent, like the world is burning down 
I mean, mm-hmm. like, uh, right, or even if he stays at forty eight percent, like, <laughs> just right now in Emerald Plus, um, uh, Zed and Yon uh, are top three ban rates for mid lane, um, despite being bottom three win rates in mid lane, right? <laughs> yeah. And like it, how crazy is that? It goes back to like the discussion about from Riot August a couple weeks ago, where he said like we're, we have to intentionally keep Zed weak because he's too frustrating playing against. Which, I mean, from my perspective, I think that makes a lot of sense, right? If people are banning a character a lot, they probably just need to be weaker and maybe be seeing less in the game, um, despite mm-hmm. their strength. Uh, whereas a lot of people go, "Fuck, man, Riot's catering to like shit players." It's it's like you gotta have like the game has to be fun, right? Like if people aren't finding a character fun, they probably need to make that character show up less like even if it is just like a skill mm-hmm. difference right i don't know yeah and right like it, it makes sense for a company to appeal to the 98 percent of their player base right like sh- yeah. sure maybe he's not op in like d1 plus because at that point let's say like at d1 plus people know how to play against said let's say theoretically it's not mm-hmm. really true but like even if that's the case it's like, oh, yeah, let's just alienate 98% of our player base because, like, they're not good enough to, to, to enjoy the game against this character. No, like, it, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I don't, I don't, I feel bad for, like, rioters. I do think they, like, do care. Um, I really like the idea, or the mantra, at least, of fun over fair. Um, I think that's the yeah. only way you can continue to make this game great, right? Like, people complain all the time about, like, overloaded characters even our friends now that they're getting back into the game a little bit i think there's a lot of like that negativity around the idea of Mm -hmm. oh these characters are so overloaded and maybe they are a little bit but like i also think it would be i think the game would be probably maybe not dead dead is probably like an overreaction but imagine if the last like 780 carries they released were all like season 180 carries instead of being Mm -hmm. these overloaded if you will characters like I don't know, man. It feels like you yeah, you need to constantly make crazier things that maybe aren't always the fairest, but holy fuck, are they fun? Yeah, they're way yeah. more fun. Mm-hmm. And it's like a toss up, right? You know, I think uh, Nyla is a great example, right? We we had that little segment when she came out, like how many things are going to get removed? This character is so overloaded, so OP. and she's like what, like a one percent pick rate, if that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, very like, very low. Know, it's it's a toss up whether or not these overloaded kits are actually going to see play and like be competitively viable or or if people are even just going to enjoy them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, going back to the rioters thing, I think you know what is it nine and seven? He makes the points of uh, players want to feel seen and heard. We know that from uh, all the fucking Reddit posts. <laughs> but uh, rioters want to feel valued and respected, which they ninety nine percent of the time, at least in the Reddit threads, are not right. Like we're talking about it people complain and bash on rioters so much and like there's the personal attacks and the threats and all that bullshit it's like guys these are these are just people with like a job working at a company doing their best like and again they they care about the game they're trying to make it good uh point 70 talks about rioters are scared of letting players down and like yeah because the community is fucking like they attack them if anything ever is not like in their eyes mm -hmm. perfect I think it's also because they are passionate about the game and don't want it to be like dog shit, you mm-hmm. know, like oh, as yeah, much as, sure. as much as they don't want to be flamed by people. They also care about the game and, and want it to be good. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's just wild. The, the kind of responses they get like, and, and again, it's because it's like an online medium, but like, 
I do, <laughs> imagining like real world analogs where it's like I don't know this person like uh, made like your birthday cake and you're just like oh I don't really like this cake and then you just like knock <laughs> it off the table and piss all over yeah. it and like start throwing shit at them right yeah. like you, you just don't do that <laughs> mm-hmm. so funny but, but people do online uh-huh. it's crazy yeah I just want people to be more kind and be more excited for the game I think like most people got into the game because it's like exciting and fun and it's a shame that people don't maybe express the desire for exciting and fun new things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think a lot of it is also just Reddit. So yeah. if you want to, if you want to be where the positive high IQ discussions are happening, you got to go to discord.gg <laughs> slash leadcast yeah. where we keep it real. We keep it positive. We never we say ever, mean things. Yeah. We never say mean things. <laughs> we say mostly nice things. Mostly. Cool. Um, let's do a little 2023 recap as we move into the news slash, uh, also guffaw. So I just went through the top of Reddit and kind of pulled out things that were interesting to me. It's definitely not uh, everything. Um, so, uh, don't email us or whatever. I guess you could, if, if you want us to talk about something specifically, but, oh, um, it's kind of, fuck, I meant to talk about this beginning of the show. I want to make a, a thread in our patron like discord channel like the patron mm-hmm. lounge um so if you're a one dollar plus patron uh you can like suggest topics for us because i know people can email in about whatever but i would say when they send an email we don't pre-really read emails so we don't really prep discussion or yeah um, but if someone has like a good thing that they actually want us to discuss whether it's like a character or like maybe a role or anything really um you can throw it in there and maybe we can like find some time to discuss it i think that would be like a positive use of like Hey, if you're a supporter, you can suggest things for us. So, Hell yeah, that'd be awesome. I'll make that right now. Cool. Um, all right. Do you guys remember the 2023 cinematic and the backlash behind that? Yeah, because they didn't make uh, one, right? Yeah, it was that. I mean, they did make one, but it was like really, really shitty. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. It it was like the panning over the map and stuff, right? That's what Mm -hmm. it was. People were not. I think I ever watched it. it. Really? I don't think I ever watched it. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, uh, people were not a fan, um, and uh, that was one of the most upvoted <laughs> threads this year. Uh, more recently, T1 wins Worlds versus Weibo uh, in one of the more anticlimactic, um, but most watched finals of all times. Um, of all time, I guess not all times. Do you guys have any any updated thoughts on <laughs> on on that? the uh, um world finals i think this dog shit and i think yeah anything that makes people blow t1 harder uh, makes me <laughs> upset so it's just it's funny. just so gross man people like or like acting like like uh, t- people are like people are like uh getting mad at analysts for not ranking t1 players higher going into it it's like Dude, watch any fucking game before it, dude. It's, they weren't a top team. Like, yeah. And, like, you don't need to pretend that they were. Like, the, the magic is that they were able to, like, adapt the meta and, like, uh, fucking carry a p- completely change the bot lane meta halfway through the fucking tournament. Like, those are the cool <laughs> things. Like, the fact, you know, it's just so weird, like, that people are now acting like all the T1 players were fucking, like, best in role coming into the tournament and they were always expected to win. It's just so weird, man. <laughs> Yeah, the, the narrative around that was wrong, right? Like, they, they came in, and, like, they looked pretty good at, like, the end of the LCK season, right? Like, they looked like a top three LCK team, 
probably not a top one LCK team. And they did really, really well in the tournament. They mixed up the meta. They played what they wanted to, and they made it work. Um, Like, I think the tournament was really good. I think the finals were not great. Well, anytime there's a 3-0 and the favored team wins, I think it's going to be disappointing no matter, like, what Mm -hmm. the teams are, right? Yeah. I think that they're... There's been good 3-0s, but... Yeah. I I think the biggest issue was, like, that Weibo just didn't look good. It, It didn't look like T1 was just gapping them it looks like they were just kind of bad and mm-hmm. that leads That's us fair. back to fucking we need double elimination dude every single time i yeah. try to have a conversation though with someone who doesn't want double elimination like i usually am try to be pretty level-headed and like discuss it's hard <laughs> it just it just, all it like comes back to me like and I, I i see their points i see where they're coming from but like all that at the end of the day i take from those conversations is this person doesn't want to see more good league of legends and that's sad to me like and it's just like yeah it's hard to it's hard to have a perspective other than that one when like we're talking about double elimination you know yeah it's just like i don't know man i i i understand like it can feel bad that a team loses and wins or whatever um but like you just get more good league of legends and that's isn't that what people want i i I guess the reality is that's not what people want people just want their favorite character to win tournament um but yeah. I don't know. I, I just would love to see more good League of Legends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, Be I just nice. watched that cinematic. It looks like a 2003 trailer for an <laughs> RPG. <laughs> it's not. It's not great. It's not great. <laughs> yeah. I kept waiting for it to start, and it just never did. <laughs> That's funny. It was just like a butterfly flying around, fucking like random terrain the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next up, Bjergsen retires for real, and Doublelift retires for real. Double lift is kind of more of a recent one. The double lift one is funny because <laughs> it's now the second time that he said like he wanted to retire and like uh, mm-hmm. he didn't want to like play or whatever, and then it comes out that he did want to play and he just couldn't get on a team. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Hey, turns out it's kind of embarrassing if you can't get on a team. Yeah, uh, I get just, it. It's just funny because like, the guy just that's why I retired. Spews garbage from his mouth. I I like double lift too, but man, he just spews garbage. <laughs> Yeah, it is also wild that like, like it, it sucks to like when he can't find a team that has happened twice. But it's also kind of insane to me that like, I, regardless of like, I think where you rank him, like he is a good enough player to be on a team. I mean, he wanted to be on a top any team. Of the, that's the difference. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that that's really probably more of the issue, right? Is that it's like he's probably saying no to any offer that doesn't put him on on a top two or top three team. Mm-hmm. Um. But I think that that's just like a weird, I guess, gray zone in the, in the esports ecosystem right now, where like that happens more than it should, and it's not something I think that really happens, or at least not to my knowledge, in like traditional professional sports, right? Like you don't see like Patrick Mahomes being like, "I want to be on a team," but. I'm not going to take any offer because the team I'm going to isn't good enough. It, it is kind of funny. I, I do think there have been some players like that, but it's definitely very rare. The biggest difference, and we'll see this like start to be better in the future, is um, before like getting on a top team versus a bottom team, like the amount of pay and like yeah. benefits. 
was crazy different. I think that's going to start to minimize a little bit. Obviously, outside of like the bottom two teams, which are actually paying like league minimum, um, I think the teams, what, like one through, there's eight teams now, so one through six or so, uh, are going to be similar in like paycheck now. So like it, it feels less bad to be like, not only am I not playing for top team getting paid way more and now I'm not going to even make world it's at least you're not missing out on the pay as much anymore so we'll see like probably mm -hmm. less people not just decide not to play uh, which is good but I don't know it's it's still yeah it is sad when that happens it's happened a lot like a player is like MVP or like second best in role and then doesn't play an X split like that's so weird yeah it is um the ping changes the ping changes a lot of controversy around this one implementation of the the bait ping subsequent removal the the um windows in which you can ping a bunch uh the the ping lockouts kind of everything related to to that yeah How do you guys feel um i mean I, I feel like all of us are like less upset yeah, about we, those changes um yeah that being said it, the game does feel very lonely but i, I think it's just my it mantra in mm -hmm. general um that being said i think the community is just not trusted to be social human beings. Like once again, I, I played a bunch of games over these past couple days just to get my decay in for the end of season. Um, and the only games I didn't enjoy were games where I had just like a crazy person perma, like typing perma pinging. And mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just like, that's like, that's just the way people are. And it's really, really sad. Like even the game where I had yeah. a, I had his smurf, which was really, really insane. Um, even that game where after he died a couple times getting picked, he ran down and killed himself a bunch. Um, that game was like less upsetting, like or less annoying, sad to play than the game where my graves would just like type something every single time someone died on our team. <laughs> like that's crazy. You know, it's just yeah. like I don't know. Like it's just so weird. Like <laughs> yeah, and it's I think the biggest issue is to write like it's just so much more common to get that side of the coin um, than like having teammates who are like positive and chatting and like being social in a good way right like i i played a ton of games today i think i had like two games where like chat was pretty positive and people were like happy mm -hmm. and like that only really happens in, in wins in, in my experience at least um and then we i probably had like four or five games where you know people were flaming for all sorts of different reasons i know there is the the game I played against Aiden. It was really funny because we were in the channel like chatting. And one of the things that happened was there was like a 2v2 mid where I think Aiden's team went 2-1. And then our jungler immediately says bot diff <laughs> because of a 2v2 mid against like, it was like what, Tom Kench Eve versus Fiddlesticks Kaisa. It was like level three or something. Yeah. Yeah. It was like level three. And he's and I'm like, crazy. And then he like dies again topside. He's like, God, the bot diff. And it's like, what do you, what do you want about? <laughs> he died on at, at our Raptors, and we just collapsed on him because he's in our jungle. Blames yeah. the bottom lane, respawns, runs to Scuttle on the opposite <laughs> side, of the, side of the map, dies, and blames bottom again. <laughs> I almost wonder if it's it's like a meme, but it probably is super serious. No, in, <laughs> in his eyes, the the reason those things happen is because we didn't defend his bot side jungle and everyone oh, was able to start his bot I side see. jungle. So we were supposed to, as two people, defend like the red buff against like Hail of Blade Pike plus whatever You can just say carry. Pike. <laughs> yeah, like, right, yeah. like it, it was like yeah, Pike. something really aggro. Lucian or something. Mm -hmm. It's just like, we just, there's nothing we can do about that. 
I've brought this up a lot, and I think I'm sure we've all done it as well. I think it's a very easy thing to do in League of Legends, but one thing that like a lot of people do is they they create an enemy on their team uh, very quickly after something goes wrong, right? So yeah. if, if someone mm-hmm. makes a bad play, it, it, you can just say it's a, like a terrible play, right? They go for a bad dive, they mess up their abilities, they shoot their ultimate the wrong way, whatever. You immediately go, that person's shit, they are shit, they're the reason we're losing, and then anything that goes wrong for the rest of the game is their fault, even if it wasn't their fault. I feel like that's something that a lot of players do, are all of us included, um, and fuck it's a bad habit, man. I've seen games where I'm like watching Nick, and Nick will like fuck up a Bard alt or something like that, right? And then I'm like, Nick, your jungler's mad at you, dude. No matter what you do for the rest of the game, it's your fault. And he'll like yeah, make a good play, number one. Mm-hmm. and like they'll like barely lose a team fight, and his jungler's just mad at it. <laughs> it's like, it's, that's because mm-hmm. you fucked up a Bard alt 25 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. Which, like, uh, yeah, yeah. No, it, I, I understand. It, it, mm-hmm. It's so easy to do, too. I'm sure we've all done it, too. You, you, like, a jungler Absolutely. ganks your lane, you do, you both die or something like that, and you go, this jungler's a fucking moron. And then the entire game, you think your jungler's a fucking moron, which he isn't. He's just messed up a play. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's... I, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Like, whenever people ask, like, why did you do X? It's like, it's such a useless question to ask, right? Yeah, I thought I, it was good. <laughs> yeah, like, I every fucking time and i just i see it so often right it's just like why'd you do this why didn't you ult? why did you flash there why'd you why didn't you work why were you here it's like because i thought it was the right fucking place to be like obviously mm-hmm. it wasn't do you guys remember like, that you're never sorry i had me cut you off you're, you're never gonna get an answer that actually does anything yeah there's a post from a couple months ago i sent this to nick i'm not sure if it was in our public discord or just nick whereas this guy he's like hey guys i finally got out of emerald um I, i'm usually like a plat player and i finally got to emerald this season and i finally climbed out of emerald all the way to d3 uh just by one simple trick whenever i mess up anything i just take <laughs> i the say blame sorry i say sorry i say oh my bad guys i mess up my abilities if a team fight goes wrong i go oh no sorry guys i meant to do this um and i'm like wow this guy, this guy's way to win league of legends is just be a huge fucking pushover um <laughs> and then obviously like a month later you check his account and he's guess what back down to fucking like emerald because he actually just went on a winning streak and it had nothing to do with being a few fucking huge pushover <laughs> also it's really yeah. funny that 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 existed in the game already i think was this not uh with sky williams yeah used to, williams used to do yeah oh yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> which like there's there's something to it that you get like a fractional percentage of like increased likelihood to win if you like deflect blame on yourself and like try and get your teammates in a good move mood, but like, it's so small, right? Like it's like a quarter of a percent boost to win rate. Maybe. I just love the idea. Like it happens so often. You'll see a post where it's like, I've solved solo. queue. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I just developed like the one fucking cure to winning solo queue. Doctors hate me. Um, it, I've been in the lab cooking something up. It's doing this. And then it's because <laughs> they went on a win streak and obviously they just want to attribute to something like that happens. And people are just a very humans are just very interesting. Right. We like to attribute things to, other external factors in our life right like i'm sure you've like constantly seen like like streamers or celebrities like micro celebrities or major celebrities get like someone will like send them money and be like hey you saved my life from this and it's like no people are just like strong and will move on but you just like to attach your own emotions to yeah like, yeah yeah things, right? yeah i i i did get that experience of like i had a jungler today that was like hyping me up so much and it was it, it feels really good when that happens um and it is very rare that you get that if you're playing support. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I don't know. It's, it's not going to be the, the difference maker in your games, especially, like, you're talking, like, humans like to attribute meanings to things, and they also don't 
like want to acknowledge that there's just a little bit of randomness to it where right like if if you're playing a lot of games even if your skill hasn't changed mm-hmm. like it is probable that somebody in a pool of you know 10 20 30 million players like somebody is gonna go on a fucking 40 game win streak completely regardless of like how they're actually playing yeah yeah right like that's just gonna happen to a couple of them just like other players are gonna continue playing at the same level they have been and they're gonna lose 30 games Mm -hmm. and like eventually it'll level out but you know sometimes a 10 game win streak is just lucky yeah for sure that's it uh, you can flip a coin ten times and, and get it right. <laughs> Doesn't mean you've solved coin flipping. Um, God, that's I. I that would be so funny to make as a Reddit post on. The yeah, I've solved coin flipping. All I do I is I I've solved. It. I call heads twice and then I call tails. <laughs> <laughs> I say really nice things to the coin. Yeah. Um, cool. Some of these aren't gonna aren't gonna take as long to get through, uh, and I think the next one. The uh, Disguise Toast show match and uh, subsequent, um, I forget what, the Challenger, Challenger League? Yeah. Challenge, uh, win, where uh, where he, he kind of called out all the owners for um, spending too much on imports and not investing enough in the in the infrastructure, the old the old classic. As much as I, but, I, I think it's, like, fun to support that, like, I, I, and I also like Toast as, like, a content creator. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. He also just is hemorrhaging fucking money, so. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it turns out it's kind of expensive to, yeah. <laughs> to pay a bunch of players a bunch of money, and, yeah. And you didn't yeah. get to retain any of his players, obviously, because, like, they cost too much because they won fucking the league. It's just, like, I don't know. As much as, like, I, I, I see where he's coming from, and I, I at least would love to follow that sentiment. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're now seeing how hard it is to actually, like, follow that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Very difficult to be profitable. D- to jump back to the ping changes, man, I still, with mm. now that there's like eight pings, I constantly do the wrong ping. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's me, hard. It's hard to, to get the right one since there's so many. Give me a setting to go back to the original four, please. Or just set the ones you want in whatever direction yeah. you yeah. want. Mm-hmm. Can you not do that? I feel like there's probably, there's got to be a setting. But you can just like have hotkeys for everything, but you can't like for the drag part, like the dragging it. Mm, gotcha. <laughs> Um, couple champion updates. Aurelian Soul and Nika were in 2023. Um, I think they <laughs> both were quite successful. I mean, I I like both of them, and I think they did a good job of making them, um, more modern. Yeah, definitely more fun. Um, I don't think I I like either of them in the game. That being said, I I'm glad like they exist even though i don't i hate mm. when they're in my game i fucking hate both of them uh <laughs> really okay yeah i mean i just think they're like miserable characters to play against but that being said i i'm glad they both exist they're very cool mm-hmm. yeah that's fair i do wish yeah i, I was gonna say I do, I do wish a soul was still old a soul was in the game i think he was also a unique cool character that probably didn't need to be removed from the game mm-hmm. it was just like unpopular but maybe that's not a good reason to change things you know they could have just I, I think they could have just like had another space dragon though and had yeah different mm-hmm. yeah soleil they or could have literally like just made ocean yeah. yeah um yeah i i think they were both like relatively successful reworks i've got my issues with nico um I, you know, we, we talked about this in depth when, like, all the stuff about, like, bone plating and her, like, transforming. Like, I, I don't like that those mechanics exist, but I do think it was a pretty successful rework. They turned her, 
from a character that was never picked into like the number one priority pick man made mm-hmm. for the whole world's tournament um i i still think she is at times very frustrating to play against but i i don't think by any means is she like broken to a point that she really needs to be addressed um so yeah cool um clg sold sad face and uh tsm's region change couple couple <laughs> juggernauts gone do we have any idea still as to where tsm's there's going there's been no news no ah that's cool <laughs> yeah that's funny um do you, do you think there's a chance that nothing like that they, they just leave esports there's a chance that he was like fully bluffing i feel like they're probably at least talks you know what i mean of something yeah like, I, it would be weird to fully like lie about that on your like kind of um but who knows it's possible uh that being said i do think it's just sad that we've lost all of the original uh teams the only original team from the first season of season and a uh league of legends is dig now um and they were dig, gone yeah. for a couple and years they, in the middle so mm-hmm. yeah very strange yeah it is uh i guess well curse being team liquid but even even then they, they weren't in the first season too oh really no they got oh, in uh okay uh season well i guess the summer of season three i think i think really that yeah. late okay well Dang. season three is the I first season was... Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. So they, yeah. they just missed the first split. Yeah, I, th- I think so. I could gotcha. be... I, I'm, I'm pretty sure. They either gotten then or season four is one of the two, but... Gotcha, okay. Uh, well, st- sticking with uh, LCS, we have uh, the Players Association walkout and the um, subsequent scabbing attempt from, <laughs> from Riot Games, <laughs> where uh, I believe they removed all ranked restrictions, right? Yeah. For, for players <laughs> for a bit. <laughs> it was ugly. Yeah, it was it was bad. I uh, how do you, I mean? Do you feel like that strengthened the position of the like the players in hindsight? Almost not at all. I would say. <laughs> yeah. Do I, you I, think it? <laughs> do you think it harmed their position? Uh, I don't think it harmed it. I, I think it like at the very least taught young people what they can do. Um, I, I think it also hopefully showed people like Double if that they can just fuck shit like that really easily if you're in a position of power. Yeah. Because he fucking comes out and says like, oh. Honestly, if my choices were wrong. not play, mm-hmm. like not playing or uh, getting these things, I would pl- I'd rather play. <laughs> yeah, I I'm I'm gonna play to, if we can't go to worlds. Yeah, it's it's like yeah. I don't know. It's just done as absolutely as poorly as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the God's music video this year's Worlds song. Um, I am I am a noted noted God's um disenjoyer. I won't say hater, uh, but but disenjoyer. Um. How do you guys feel a couple months out? It was fine. About, about gods, yeah? Yeah, yeah I thought I, it was, that's... like, pretty good. I, like, you know, 7 out of 10, like, I, I wouldn't complain about it. I wouldn't, like, seek it out to watch it again. That sounds like a 5, not a 7. <laughs> <laughs> sounds perfectly a, average, huh? <laughs> we call it a 6. Okay. that's. I mean, that's kind of how I feel, too. Like, underwhelming, but not, I mean, it's not bad. It's just not, you know... I don't seek it out the way that I, I do Star Walking, but uh, I, I think I'm in the minority with that. Um, ARAM changes were this year. How do you guys how do you guys feel Huge. about ARAM changes? The the tower rubble, uh, the teleport, all that stuff. <laughs> tower rubble was <laughs> bad, man. It was only bad the, because like the gates are good. It was always the same like like it, it always affected them out the same way. You know what I mean? It wasn't like unique enough. Yeah. And then it made some characters fuck dude. Caitlyn with tower rubble. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, some some of the um 
some of the like rubble positionings were just like crazy, crazy strong as compared to the other half. Like if you won that 50, 50, it was absolutely nuts. Especially when it like totally blocked off one side, right? Wasn't there, wasn't there like a turret that if it fell one way, it would, it would completely block off. Yeah. And there's, then there's one way that it would like have like a one, just a one person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's weird. Yeah. It was weird. It was weird. Um, cool. The gotcha gin skin. Gotcha. Were we making too much of a big deal out of it? What do you guys think? It's, I mean, like it exists. It passed. A lot of people spent way more than they should on a gin skin, but it, it does not affect me personally at all because yeah. I'm not going to waste my money on that. Um, I, I don't like that that option exists, but hey, you know, it, if people want to waste their money on that, that, go for it, I guess. Yeah, it only I, sucks I, I, for people who are like kind of addicted to that sort of thing, but hmm. I feel like without resale like value the way that um, I think of a very comparable thing would be like uh, CSGO gun crates but you can sell those skins to other people like the the attractiveness of it is is a little bit lower than it otherwise would be yeah and i guess one thing that also helped me like come more to terms with it is like i feel like a lot of people would still waste that money on league elsewhere right where it's like maybe they waste 200 dollars mm-hmm. on a gin skin or they buy fucking 40 skins for characters that they never play yeah just because they like need to have them all or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arena in Arena 2.0. How do you guys feel about Arena? A couple a couple weeks out. I love I, Arena. It's I fast. still think it's awesome. It's fun. Yeah, I um, I haven't paid enough attention. Maybe this is more testament to me, um, not looking things up. But I don't feel like I'm playing against like people who are abusing super strong things. Um, kind of feels like everyone's just kind of playing whatever they want. Maybe I missed that at the beginning. Um, maybe it's more of a, uh, a symptom of just, we, we play random and that's it, you know, mm-hmm. maybe I mean, that's uh maybe that's it. I think playing random has made it just like the most fun mode ever. Um, like, it, yeah, it's super fun that way. It's so mm-hmm. easy not to get frustrated. Um, it seems like the ideas that they implemented this time with like revives and stuff and portals are fine i think it's very frustrating maybe for like less skilled players not this isn't like trying to like dunk on anyone but i I think like we'll see in lower yellows like tanks are stronger typically in game mode so like tanks in arena uh especially with the revive seems very frustrating for maybe like lower level players um Mm. i think these things can be adjusted like maybe there should be a way to break like the revive channel and stuff but like i don't know at, at like higher levels of play tanks guess what aren't as good <laughs> you know what i mean yeah so it's just like whenever mm-hmm. i see those complaints it's hard to fully i guess understand them because I, I know like they added fucking like seven tank busting items into that mode and i've played against a mao guy who had like twenty thousand hp um and had like the damage reduction from like the xerath like fucking thing and guess what we we beat him it was really hard and like <laughs> that was like that was like the strongest tank i've ever faced and it's like Guess what? You just have to play really well, and you have to build the yeah. right items, mm-hmm. and he's need smart. Yeah. Cool. Um, the oh, the toxicity penalty change. So this is sort of uh, the you've got to play out your 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 punishments in normal games. Um, 
or you just have a certain number of games to play out a penalty and then you can play them in normal games. Uh, you can spam FF, put it in a Rams, all that sort of stuff. Um, probably one of the bigger mistakes I think Riot has made this year. Um, just because it impacted a lot of people it, in ways that they otherwise normally wouldn't have. It's definitely better now. They made some adjustments, yeah. but like, mm-hmm. it's still not, it's fine. It's just, need, it needs to be better. It needs to be like three wins or two wins rather than five games still. I think, I think, I think two wins would be fine. Get it over with in two games. And then by the time you finish up with that, it probably doesn't feel as bad. So, uh, name changes. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I've not seen that many like fakers running around. I know there's a lot, obviously. Um, I've played against I, two people who have pretended to be other people. I've played against a double lift and I yeah. played against a core JJ. Other than that, I haven't played against anyone who, at least to my knowledge is pretending to be anyone else. So do you, were they like actual double lifts or were they, um, like TSM, like something? It was like, it was just double lift and then their thing was like, whatever like their hashtag after. oh okay and then the gotcha. core jj one was the same thing right um and it's just like guess what i i assumed double if wasn't a top laner got main um <laughs> <laughs> that's surprising uh, i don't know so yeah it just like it seems like not a big deal as long as they fully figure out like how to make it so people don't get scammed if that's like an issue i'm not even sure if it is an issue um yeah then i don't see I don't any know. issue who cares if they're fucking like guess what being fucking skt1 faker season five winner is just as cringe mm-hmm. as being skt one faker or just faker yeah. they're, they're all cringe account names. yeah <laughs> like, yeah and guess what no one yeah. wants to be fucking ronald weasley <laughs> i one yeah, person I think, does i think overall the system is fine um i haven't seen a huge issue of people like copying names um you know maybe that's because i primarily play ranked in elo where like people are like still very far but also like not so far that it's like entirely out of their imagination that like they might have yeah. their own name up on the big screen sometime, right? Like I think that definitely comes into play where if it's like if you're a gold player, you're not thinking like, oh yeah, one day like people are gonna see blue basket on the LCS jersey. Mm-hmm. Right. But like if you're, you know, I think Diamond Plus, you know, maybe you still have that thought and like are 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 trying for that or hoping for that. Mm-hmm. Um I think it would be interesting and i would be totally fine if they did like block out certain names for like professional players like they like don't let anyone have riot in their name um you know i think that would be a cool thing for lcs players to be like hey if you you know make it to lcs and compete in a season of lcs like your name is off the market now like congrats that that's like it's just a level of prestige you or have. even just like active players Right. Yeah, it could, it could even be active. It's just so um, weird right. when so many people have like generic names, though. <laughs> right. Yeah, like, it is weird. Pro player names themselves Rain, so now you're not mm-hmm. allowed to count Rain. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, I don't. It, I understand what you're coming from. I, yeah, I think there's like a lot of issues. As long as like, I think yeah, people are pretending to be other people, I think it's fine. Like, who cares? I guess it would be weird if like you already had the account name, someone goes pro, and then you have to change your yeah. account name because someone else went. Yeah. Yeah, yeah um, that would be bad. But like, I. <laughs> I, I think it would be very cool for those players. Or like, no, I, I think, think so too. Cool. Yeah, for sure. Right, we're just like, and sure. nobody else can ever take Bjergsen. Like, too bad. It's mine. Mm-hmm. If you, you want, if you want to take Bjergsen, make it to LCS, then you can have it back. <laughs> nice. Um, oh, static shiv shenanigans. So this is specifically like uh, LeBlanc being the biggest abuser, Ari a little bit. Um, 
Apparently it's back. It's funny, yeah, because it's the fucking it's pick band oh. the Masia Cup. Oh, is it? Okay, what I mean, how, what's changed about it? It's just AD LeBlanc. She's still just good. You build Trinity Force. You do the exact same shit. I see. So even it, despite the nerfs, it's still just good. Yeah, I mean, it gets. I mean, gotcha. fucking Static Shiv is removed next patch, right? So. Oh, I didn't realize they were removing it. I'm I pretty guess sure I'm it's a removed item. More out of touch than I could be wrong. Than, I'm, I'm just uh, pretty sure like normal. it's gone. So, you're, I mean, you're probably right. I I would trust you more than me. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I I initially I thought that Static Shiv was overrated um, as an item. Uh, I guess this was before it actually got released. Um, but I feel like the biggest mistake is it has it just has so many stats. You know, in addition to the wave glare, it gives you AD, crit, and attack speed, right? Which is just like everything you want in addition to the wave glare. Um, yeah, the answer is so good. Yeah, so even without the, you know, the 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 damage passive of it, it, it just kind of like, it's just good. So I don't, yeah, I don't really I, know how you change that without, I don't know, making the item shit, like totally useless. Or I guess, I guess the answer is you remove it. You remove it. I mean, we, we mentioned a lot of like potential solutions to make it be like every attack shocks a little bit or like you have to attack a thing like three times or, you know, like th- there's a bunch of potential ways to fix it. Um, but I think ultimately, yeah, the problem was at first the fact that you could like instant kill a whole wave with it. And then it quickly became that the stats were just too good. Even like now the stats are really good. Mm-hmm. I was playing like normal games, playing lethality, like one shot Caitlyn right um they switched their ultimate to scale better with crit so now you do like collector ldr like bloodthirster and i was like looking for another item and i'm like oh i'll get static shiv completely irrelevant like the passive it gives me because it gives me the most ad and and the amount of crit right and like that shouldn't be what that item does Mm -hmm. right i shouldn't be buying static shiv because it gives me the most ad i should be buying it because i want the shock yeah yeah, you should be buying it for the wave clear, not for the other aspects of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but hey, they can just remove it. Yeah, that's that's. I guess that's the play. Um, speaking of removal, uh, Freak removing himself from LCS and joining the Valance team. Uh, I I've been a huge fan. I I love his his videos. I think um, they give us a like a really really neat insight into how Riot views balance changes. Um, and the fact that we get to to witness that sort of thing is is really really neat. I like it a lot. Plus, I I think like for the most part, they've done a really good job. Obviously, AD carry's been strong, but I think like nowadays they're they're fine. I think balance has been yeah like balance has been fine. I think the game's in a really good spot. I think that like. He said some things and did some things that people didn't agree with, but overall, like I think that the game is better off than it was, and I think he's made a positive difference, mm-hmm. uh, especially in the area of transparency and communication to the player base. Like we had so much more information about where things were going, why they were going there, like why the changes were being made, um, and then. The league community bullied him enough to like Leave start social media. pulling that back. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know that's unfortunate. Uh, last up, 
we're just gonna run through the champs, I guess, really quickly. That release, there's only four, so so it shouldn't take too long. Uh, Milio, one of my least favorite character releases of all time. Uh, noted Milio hater, Nick Cooper, right here. Just so boring. He is boring. I I He's... just think he doesn't add anything that couldn't exist on another character. Yeah, cool. I mean, like I think he's really good. I've been playing a yeah. lot of him like the last couple of days. Uh, I do think he is pretty boring to play. Like the most fun thing about him is his Q, which I think his Q is a lot of fun, and it fits a nice like disengage niche that I think most other enchanters don't have quite so good. Like I think the closest is probably Janna. Yeah, like Janna Q. Mm-hmm. Um. That being said, like it, I, I think the issue right now is more that just like enchanters are so good, and that the like the reactive playstyle is I, right, like in in the triangle of engage, enchanter, poke. I think the like the enchanter side is just a little bit too strong right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, w- I would agree. Um, cool. We've got. Uh, Nefiri up next. Uh, Bad. I think she's fine. I, once again, I think she's like just forgettable. Um, I played against her for the first time in, I don't know, feels like forever. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and she, I don't know, she's just like fine. Once again, maybe a little bit on the boring side. <laughs> yeah, I think um, for an assassin release, she definitely was a little bit low key and only really found her niche or play style i don't know she only found popularity whenever her numbers are too too good right um do you guys feel that she should have been a jungler i i've seen that a lot online um and i don't agree with it but i wouldn't uh i think i, I wouldn't say that's the most playable as a jungle you think so not necessarily yeah like i don't think she had to be good in the jungle but i think she should have been a little bit more playable mm. um but I, I also think you know like yeah she's kind of boring at some points, the numbers were super, super good, and I felt like she was, like, OP. You know, I think currently we never see her at all, um, yeah. which I'm, I'm fine with that. Okay. Briar, a champion that we do see often and is a jungler. Is she, like, not as strong as people think? Like, so there's a fucking I, post I, right now on top Reddit that, like, Lethality Briar has been overpowered for too long. I saw that, too. Yeah, I I think people think she's like giga cracked, that she might be like the best character in the game. Op. I I think she's strong. Yeah, <laughs> and there are definitely some there are definitely some frustrating parts of her kit that I think like once she gets high enough level where she can like essentially have her um, W permanently up, it it becomes a little more frustrating. But I think for like I think it's okay for characters to scale into that like sort of uh like power fantasy right i don't know she seems manageable i think she definitely is and i i don't know she i think is very good right now like not number one jungler but probably top five um i i think to me the biggest thing is she is just very frustrating to play against because like when she gets ahead especially she gets ahead on like other people it's a real pain and then also because she is like so straightforward it it feels like 
they're not even really playing the game sometimes. Like if you, I don't know, like your, your jungler and top laner die a couple times 2v2 and the Briar like ults bottom and like three hits you with Halo Blades, you're just like, oh, wow. Like she got to just 100 to zero me because she hit R and then her point and click's done. Yeah, I do think like, like that just doesn't feel good to play into that. Dying in one rotation with a point and click stun like doesn't feel good. I definitely get that, but I, I don't know. I feel like there's really interesting ways to play against the character, um, like specifically in team fights. Um, I think she's like really fun to play against. I I think she's fun in the fact that like once again I play tanks, I'm biased against it, but like like your tank sits in front of her and she can't hit other people. She literally just can't hit other people. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's such a unique mechanic. Obviously, it requires like you could argue it's not fun because I can't stop her. Um, I have to rely on my teammates, but like, fuck, man, that's such a cool mechanic that no one fucking uses. Like, she's she's yeah. she's taunted. Uh huh. Or, or like, you can very easily land skill shots on her. Or I had a game where we played against a. I was playing Samira, and it's just like, oh, I can just like completely obliterate this character because her fucking global is a skill shot that's like announced and fairly slow yeah. moving, mm-hmm. right? Like, imagine if. TF ult could get canceled by like Yasuo Windwall. How shit would that feel for him? Mm-hmm. I, I don't, yeah, I don't know. know. She's okay. Yeah. Um, and finally, the the newest addition to League, Huey. Stop playing Huey bottom, please. I've had way <laughs> too many Hueys try and play like bot lane AP carry, and he's just doesn't do anything until fucking thirty minutes into the game. That's all I have to say. I think Huey is one. Of, one of the coolest characters they've ever released. Um, yeah. I really like the way they've implemented the um, like modification spell sort of uh, uh, like archetype um, where the, the cooldown isn't tied to the spell itself. It's tied to the initial like button you push, which makes it a lot, a lot simpler. Um, and I think he scales. He, I think he's, I think he's one of the strongest characters in the game currently from a very casual perspective. Um, but the amount of times that I've seen a Hui who knows what they're doing play versus like someone who obviously doesn't know how to play it. Like the it's day and night. It's disgusting. Day and night. <laughs> All right. Um, Kid Cudi reference. Yeah. It. Uh, what do you think about his visual clarity? I think it's like, I, I meant to bring this up like a couple weeks ago um, mm-hmm. or his winter blast skin so he has obviously three like abilities right he has his q his w yeah. and his e and they're different colors i think his q is orange his w is like blue and his e is purple or whatever mm-hmm. and in yeah. the winter blast skin his q is blue his w is <laughs> like green or something like that in like his okay. it's like dude it's just like what the fucking shit who thought that was a good idea like, i have no idea which abilities are which when he uses them I haven't yeah, played it's, yet, so like that doesn't. <laughs> maybe maybe the idea is that like it not maybe isn't supposed to be like reactable off that, but like that seems confusing as fuck to me. Well, for how powerful his spells can be, I think it's definitely something that should be reactable, um, especially compared to some other characters with uh, more telegraphed or clear, clear, less impactful spells. Um, but yeah, that that is a little strange. I I have not seen his skin yet. I think I've only seen um, the uh, um, the the base skin. But yeah, that would that would kind of be. I almost feel like they should ever for every skin they make, like Q should always be the one color 
W and E shall always be one color. Yeah, I had a screenshot, but now I can't find it. Like I had a screenshot when I was gonna bring it up a couple weeks ago, but um, mm. either way, it's very confusing. Uh, I think he's fucking overpowered as well. <laughs> yeah, I think he <laughs> and, is absolutely crazy. Colt and I were talking about this, man. League players are slow, so slow to adapt to like, if if one thing is one way for a while, in the mind of eighty percent of the player base, it will be that way for three years longer than it actually is like because oh, I, he was we, released really weak i mean i constantly yeah. see people being like yeah Huey's just like a super weak character dude he's so strong he's like very strong i think a lot of so i think i do think a lot of his strength comes from the versatility that his kit has yeah um the fact that he can do what like just about anything that he wants to anytime um I, I think Lin's too like if you, if you look at the actual like numbers of his abilities I don't think they're that crazy, um, but you, the fact that you know you can restore you you have a mana restore if you use uh, it on abilities you have you know a shield if necessary, um, you can fear slash pull people to, like the, there's just a ton of things that work really well in many different scenarios which I think is the primary like driver of his strength yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm with you. I I don't know how anyone can see this character and not think it's good. Um but I will say I don't think that what going back to what you're saying, what the the idea of things being stagnant for a really long time, I think that goes all the way up to to pro play. I mean, how often do we see people fall back on like old reliable as opposed to I don't, I don't know, something new, different, strong? Just because it's it's what they know how to play, you know. Yeah, for sure. Like I've I've long been a um, a, like a, a, a an opponent of pro players being unwilling to to do new things, to try uh, to to innovate, um, almost to learn new things as well. Because I feel like there are every single eighty carry support should know how to play Tom Kench always and forever. Yeah. Right. Like that that should just be something that exists. Um, and I feel like there are, and that's a very like niche thing, right? We're seeing a lot of 80 carries top, which I feel like will never get picked unless the numbers are too big, like Vars. Well, maybe we'll see Vars now. Um, I mean, Demasi, the cup is, a cup is going on. Are we seeing like Vars top at all? I actually don't know for that. Okay. I'm, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it were a no, right? Like that's just something that would, that seems very, um, like something that pros would ignore because it's not like Varus isn't a top laner. I had a Varus in my right? game today. Um, and we had, we had triple AP and then he picks Varus and then he goes going AP Varus. Um, oh my God. And your heart just sank. Huh? <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, my bottom lane then went, I think three and 27. Oof. Yeah. He's just like, man, it's like, he's one of the strongest characters in the fucking game. If you just play him, build them properly i don't even think his ad builds are bad either just dude, it's like the only way you can pick this character and be bad in this situation is if you play maybe his ap <laughs> yeah so his ap build is definitely struggling compared to the rest of them oh it's so weird on hit items are so strong i still don't know why people like i feel like people are finally starting to wake up to to play the ring king being absolutely <laughs> disgusting hey as as a renata player I love when they're three yeah. on it characters <laughs> on the other team. I'm eating so good when they have a fucking like Varus top Akshan mid and like uh-huh. a Kaisa bot. Oh, so, so good. funny. So good. Hmm. And it cool. works the other way. If I'm playing Milio and I have it on my team, which like, yeah, all True. of everybody gets range. True. 
Cool. Uh, that was all I had for the the recap. Um, so we can move on to roundtable. Let's talk about Nord really quick first. Oh yeah, Nord. Yeah. Hey, thanks to NordVPN for coming on back and sponsoring us once more. You guys can get a NordVPN deal at the exclusive link nordvpncom leadcast. You might ask yourself, hey, why do I want NordVPN? And the answer is clear. It's because they're the fastest VPN on the planet. They've got servers all over the globe that you can easily connect to. They've got online threat protection. They will protect your IP address and physical location from anyone trying to grab that information from your web browser. They've got, you know, I mean, easy to log in, easy to connect. They've got good online support. They got, they got everything. They're the best VPN service provider around and you can get an exclusive discount by going to nordvpn.com forward slash leadcast. You're going to get, I believe it's still four months free. And all of that Dang. is risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. One more time, that's nordvpn.com forward slash leadcast to, uh, you know, go ahead and protect your internet traffic. It's important these days. You got to you gotta hide from those people who are going to try and find your IP address because you played Zig support in the ranked game. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Nord. Thank you, Nord. Uh, uh, Roundtable. Yeah. So last. Oh, or competitive league. There was one oh, little yeah. tiny thing. <laughs> one tiny. Sorry. Thing. One tiny thing. Uh, yeah. Riot. Oh, not Riot. Um, it's been leaked that there's internal emails going around uh, in Riot that um, uh, uh, there's a Saudi state-backed uh, state uh, esports tournament going on in like the spring, and League of Legends mm-hmm. is going to be a part of it. Uh, and Riot's currently Ooh. trying to figure out how like League of Legends is going to be involved in this Saudi uh, Saudi Arabian uh, event. So somehow it's going to be involving uh, two teams from every region. Um, and yeah, that's <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's fucking embarrassing. It's yeah. wild. I, I, hopefully they like actually let the teams participate and don't fuck it. Because like I don't know. I feel like people have been asking for more. <laughs> international and like more independent tournaments i hope all the teams decide that they don't want to participate in a fucking tournament from sponsored by fucking saudi arabian oil money (laughs) (laughs) that's like the reality like it's fucking it's gross like i don't know it's just like we fucking saw the neom thing like a couple like like a year ago with like eu um and that we saw how that yeah went. but surely you've you've seen like the you know the soccer contracts the yeah fucking golf i think there's a, um yeah the, the mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i mean like it's a lot of money that's why like it's so hard to say no to it but guess what you should fucking have morals <laughs> like <but can> you, <laughs> i don't know it's just like it's just so gross man um but who knows that's how i guess like companies need money so look yeah, right see how it turns out yeah i i mean i hope there's just like enough like pushback but i don't think there will be because i think what they say it's a probably not it's a 45 million dollar esports event um across like a bunch <laughs> oh of games gosh yeah so I'm, i mean i'm i'm that is like that's pennies too right i'm yep. i'm sure the prize cool i mean they have fucking just infinite up. money dude like it's infinite yeah. money glitch so just from the world world's worst nations mm. <laughs> but yeah. hey that's all right we'll see how that cool. actually turns out because right now it's just internal emails about it so yeah um hey Sorry, everyone, that I didn't do roundtable the past couple of weeks. Um, it is what it is. Uh, let's do roundtable this week, though. 
Hell yeah. So last week's question was about the the quests. Um, so I grabbed a couple from the Discord. Uh, I was looking at uh, Shinko's. Uh, he says Azir versus Zareth, the Prince and the Pauper. Uh, uh, sorry, I fucking yawned during that. Sorry. <laughs> That's the crazy. Can you not yawn during while speaking during the podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very unprofessional. Uh, if Azir kills Zareth, uh, that has <laughs> that is queued up in mid lane role. Uh, then his passive turret gains an electrical beam instead of the standard turret shot. <laughs> Whoa. That's kind of sick. Um, if Zareth kills Azir, he becomes Ascendant and gains something like five extra AP. How, <laughs> those are both kind of cool. Um, yeah, you get the fucking like Ascended Zareth from uh, whatever that game mode was. Yeah, 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 yeah. On um, uh, Ascension. Dominion. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Ascension. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one's from Psygonic. He says, Battle the Bands. Um, Sona versus Seraphine. After level six, uh, it's a challenge to hit three or four enemies with one of their ultimates. Each time Sona or Seraphine does it, their passive get uh, gain gets increased AP scaling. Uh, whichever one is currently leading the challenge has further increased AP scaling. That's kind of cool that they both like can constantly get it. It's not like just it's over and done with. Yeah. I like that. I also, I also love the idea of... A, a quest that doesn't involve just kill the other person. Yeah. I like that like, as well. Oh, hit, hit multi-man ultimates is super cool. Yeah, you both have similar objectives with your yeah. abilities, so yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, and last mm. but not least, uh, from Baby Cakes, they said Urgot versus Camille. As far as I know, there's no lore to back up a quest between these two, but a voice line between them where Urgot tells Camille he has a thing for legs. The quest would be, after 15 minutes, if Urgot kills Camille, no assist, all of his legs get replaced with her legs. It would make Urgot super tall <laughs> and goofy looking. <laughs> Likewise, if Camille uh, does the same to Urgot, she, re- uh, she replaces her legs with Urgot's legs, all of them. that's fucking crazy i like that one a lot uh yeah i do too and this week's question is a suggestion from chonky monkey in our uh, thread on discord if you have any suggestions you can uh send them in our thread on our discord channel uh and they say uh pick a champion that people complain that you think is not op sorry that people complain about that you think is not op uh why do you think the champion isn't as strong as others make it out to be so uh, an op a character that people complain about that you actually don't think Mm -hmm. is that op this is kind of tough because what? All right, so what characters? Hmm. I mean, if you I'm, had been spending as much time in the other Discord as I have, they complain about a lot of characters <laughs> being OP. Yeah, I mean, uh, okay. So what? Are, what are some of the ones? Maybe we can, because um, I I don't actually like. There are characters that aren't fun to play against, but I I don't know if I'd ever say they're OP. Yeah. Um, so what are what are some that they say? One of the big ones, uh, Seraphine. They have big issues. Oh, okay. With well. <laughs> Why do we have big issues with Seraphine? Because she just does so My much queen. damage from so far away, and there's nothing you can do about it except for dodge the skill shots. <laughs> it's funny because she's there's really no low counter damage. <laughs> yeah, her her personal damage is like is it's you're it's, not picking yeah. Seraphine for the damage. <laughs> I agree. There's I, huh. I, I that's my answer. I don't think Seraphine is like I think she's really good. I don't think she's like crazy OP and I think she's got plenty of viable counterplay. Here's a good one. I think Silas and I'm, I'm someone who complains about Silas a lot, but like, I don't think he's actually OP. I think he has like probably the most frustrating, like number of frustrating things about him, but like, it doesn't make him OP, right? <laughs> like, like, yeah. like stuff like, I don't think he should be able to take your ultimate when you don't have your ultimate, like when you're level five. Like, I think like, stuff like that's like annoying. I think the fact that he gets to use a lot of characters' ultimates better than them. I think the fact that he gets to use AP ratios on AD, AD ultimates is like dumb. But nothing, none of those things make him OP. I think he's just very frustrating, right? Like, I think he's actually like pretty well balanced overall. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I, Like specifically for Silas, like obviously it's frustrating to have an execute plus 
well, I don't know, increased healing when you're low, like on the same ability that does a lot of damage also. Um, but then it's a squishy mage in melee range, right? So there's, I don't yeah. know, there's, there's counterplay. Um, there is. I think he is, yeah, like, I think Gaten said it worse. Like, he's very frustrating in a lot yeah. of ways. I don't think he's, like, particularly broken as as someone who had a lot of frustrations playing against Silas, like, during the mid-challenge and just generally. My biggest issue with the character is, like, his damage allocation in that, like, he can miss E2 and only hit Q1 and, like, still hard, hard win trades. Um, and, and that's really frustrating as like, you know, if you're playing, uh, I think a more traditional mage and it's like, oh, I, I'm playing Syndra and it's like, I hit Q E W Q, but I still lost the trade where he missed like two of his four abilities. Like, yeah, that sucks. that's fair. Um, you know what, when a, a character that I have, um, also had a lot of trouble with during the mid challenge was a Kali. Um, and I don't think she's OP. Um, I think my little monkey brain just doesn't want to not fight because I, I, I would primarily pick action, right? Um, and if I pick action, I fight early because that's what the character is good at. But I think Akali is very strong, but scales into team fighting specifically really poorly. Um, she's really fucking hard to play in team fights uh, where I don't think she's also that good. Um so maybe just don't fight characters when they're strong and choose to fight them when they're <laughs> when they're weak. Like what yeah, I, I think Kali's actually not that OP. I think the one thing that I, I, I would complain about, like it's one ability out of four, is I think her shuriken flips still for some fucking ungodly does reason. Does so much damage. When you have it maxed, it's it's four hundred and fifty base damage on her shuriken flip yeah. <laughs> with a one hundred and twenty percent AP ratio and an eighty five percent AP ratio. Like dude, it does more than most ultimates in the game. What does her what does her rank three ultimate do? Um, oh, yeah, let's see. Actually, if you, if you have it pulled up, uh, maximum magic damage um, is oh, because it, it has a has missing health without the yeah, it has an execute. The minimum it does is two hundred plus thirty percent. The maximum it does is six hundred plus ninety percent. So, so okay, so there is a world with enough AP in which Akali's Shuriken Flip does more damage than her ultimate execute at max. Yeah, execute value. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe your colleague is OP. <laughs> Just kidding. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. cool. Uh, cool. If you want to tell us uh, who you think, uh, why you think uh, someone, how should I phrase this? <laughs> if you want to let us know a character that other people think is OP but you don't uh, and why that is, you can hit yeah. us up on our Discord in our roundtable section. It's discord.gg slash leadcast. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, into mail fight, our first email is from Elliot. So I was listening to Travis Gafford and his coverage of the new LCS teams over on Hotline League. There was a lot of discourse about with his co-hosts, co-hosts about Reddit being over fudge and thinking C9 was stupid to keep him. I don't know why the fan base hates him so much. Yeah, he can be cocky, but he usually lives up to it. I can agree that his last split was not his best, but ever since his rookie year, he has always been in the top three top laners in the LCS. I think he performed very well at Worlds and was not the reason they lost games. Cough uh, and Eminus? Em, Emin, is that yeah, Eminus? Yeah. yeah. You got it. Um, yes, Eminus, depending on which caster. Uh, I have always enjoyed Fudge on broadcast, in interviews, and as an online presence. I guess I'm curious your your guys' thoughts on Fudge and the community hate around him. Let's uh, let's turn the microphone over to our resident Fudge hater, 
president of the anti fudge hand okay, club. That's right, fan club. Drew is the president. I'm the, I'm the guy who tries to like, the, keep him back in line, but I'm still like obviously still like uh, have the same views as him. Um, but I just don't want yeah. to say anything anything outlandish. Um, oh, okay. It, it's one of those things where he's the PR guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the PR guy. Yeah, but I'm still okay. a crazy person. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, He's, he, I mean, the reality is, like, I do think, like, he probably gets too much hate, especially in international tournaments. I think he gets too much hate. Um, but, like, because, like, obviously, like, he's doing fine, and, like, the reality, he, Chester, oh my God. Um, <laughs> holy shit. He, he has this loud carrot toy. It's the loudest toy I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. Um, but, uh, he was, he was good for a long time, though. Yeah, he was really good, actually, for, like, most of the show. Um, but, like, the, the issue is, like, it's not that he does poorly at international tournaments. It should be expected, and I think people are way too hard on, all Western players that do poorly at like international tournaments, like they're not expected to be any fucking Eastern players. Um, that being said, it, dude, he he's playing on a top one team in an A, and he's probably, I I think he's like the fifth best top player last split. Like I like dude, even if like in, in his better games, man, he like butchers. You see him play both sides of matchups, and he'll butcher them. Like, I think he was worse than someday. He was definitely worse than Impact. He was worse than Licorice. He was probably worse than Dokla, and I don't like Dokla. He was definitely worse than Summit. Um, and then he was probably on the same like tier as like probably like Rich like last season. And he's playing on a top one team, and he's like their their star player, if you will. He's the he's the what's the term for like a player who's like maybe not the face, but like. He, he he will be like a career player for Cloud Nine. You know what I mean? He's he signed like, like a franchise long, player. Yeah, like a franchise player for Cloud mm-hmm. Nine. And I think that's the disappointing part is this is a team that has been a top one team, will probably continue to be a top one team, and their top leaner in the past couple of years has not been performing like a top one player, right? Especially when you have like fucking yeah. Berserker's the best AD carry in the league and he has been for a while. Blabber's mm-hmm. the best jungler in the league and has been for a while. They definitely had mid lane issues and they definitely had support issues, but like having a even at best, like this guy says, like he's always been top three. Having a top three top laner for a number one team is, dude, that's that's rough, man. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. It just feels like it's yeah. hard to build your team around that player. And don't get me wrong, I think he has a lot of things that don't necessarily don't necessarily like. People hate when like teams sign like Doublelift or Bjergsen or Reckless to teams because they're not as good as they used to be, and they probably cost a shitload of money. The reality is, League of Legends is more than just winning. Um, there yeah. is value you can get from players just by having them on your team. People want to play with them. Uh, they're good for marketing. They bring in sponsors. They bring in views. Um, I think he has a lot of those values, but purely from like a gameplay perspective, I, I don't think like, I, I think there's so many places they could have upgraded. And I think old cloud nine would have made that move. Cloud nine has always been a team that, Hey, you fucking win. You still replace your worst player. Right. And- yeah. Right. Yeah. Like if you are not top two in your role, you get replaced. And even if you are two in your role and we have access to one, we're going to take them. Um, I think it's reasonable for cloud nine fans to like want better for the team. I think to me, the most, the reason why there's so much like hate towards fudge is because like league fans in general are just very bad at like acknowledging that a character, like a player who was like top one once will not always be that. And they get angry when like, someone who was a top one player maybe at some point like is now four and they're like you're you're awful you're terrible you should whatever and it's like no like maybe he doesn't belong on cloud nine anymore but like being four doesn't make him the bad guy it just means that there's better players i I don't know if you're right about that uh sticks they afro bottom could still (laughs) just rinse everyone 
I, I do think there's another thing I want to bring up about international that like I think is like very important is I think he also gets a lot of hate because in the past three international at least two international events he's been the he's been a strong sided top laner in a world which you have berserker bottom um, and a lot of people be like fudge he plays fucking Fiora and he obviously can't beat like Bin and like Zeus and whatever why the fuck are they resourcing fudge fudge is fucking losing us the tournament dude they play a lot of scrims guys. If if they truly believed playing through Berserker Sven was their win condition from their scrims, they would be playing through them. Obviously, like mm-hmm. that hasn't been working, and they're trying to like play like strong side top, which obviously also isn't working. But like I, I think he also gets a lot of shit because like he's the strong side player in this scenario, and therefore takes the fall when the team doesn't do well. When in reality, uh, I'm I'm assuming from their scrims. If they were playing strong side bottom, Berserker would also probably not be doing great, and people would probably be shitting on him. And that's just like how it goes. Um, but yeah, yeah, or like if they don't strong side, maybe he gets absolutely dumpstered. Yeah, exactly. That like, that's, that could be the other scenario, right? So, or, or like I think what is realistic is that they're just losing eighty percent of the time anyway. So whatever side they strong side, they're going to lose on because the other team's just better. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I just, I just hate when people shit on like uh, players for international performances when like. Dude, if you were to power rank these teams, man, you're not putting them above ninth, right? <laughs> so like, I don't know. It's just hard to say. I don't like, know if they win you. If they win you, retroactively have to put them well, in. NRG is a top eight team in the world, right? Yeah. <laughs> mm. like, like you know what I mean? It's just like it's just so weird, man. That's that's what I hate about like international things. Because for server domestic though, it's way more fair game to like be like, holy fuck, this player is getting ruined. Yeah. Also, once again, just not this doesn't apply to Fudge because he pretty consistently plays like carry tops. But like, fuck it, the the split where um tenacity was playing on 100 thieves and his bot lane was double lift um like dude he played fucking tanks every single game because he has double lift bottom side and he would just get fucking pounded because he's playing scion every game and it's like that's a scenario where everyone goes oh this guy's a shit top lane who can only play tanks when in reality yeah. you have double lift on your team and he's the carry <laughs> like like mm-hmm. it's just you have to you have to be very smart about how you think about stuff like this um that being said i do think fudge is up for it <laughs> <laughs> oh okay <laughs> cool sick uh thank you to elliot yeah next email is from merumoji hello there my fellow leaguers i bring you in today this mini email about a fun idea that i saw on discord channel uh, a while ago i saw that nick had suggested the idea of a large group of people all trying to play the same role during a split and i think the idea has so much potential to be fun and to boost the already amazing community the way I picture it is every community member picks a role that he is less comfortable at and plays it uh, as much as they like, so we're not forcing anyone. Uh, you can create five different channels in Discord and assign each role uh, a podcaster or higher level community member that you trust and create a sort of learning hub for that role. And then you can maybe host some tournaments when you play the role you choose in the beginning of the year and check out your own progress. Of course, this idea has a lot of flaws, such as not everyone is going to be at the same skill level, and maybe it'll be too much to keep track of, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on the subject. Thanks so much for everything you do uh, for this old-as-fuck, stupid, trashy game. Yours sincerely, <laughs> Meru Emoji. You pronounce that very well, by the way. Um, thank you for your email. Next email is from Large Dad. Evening, gentlemen. It's been far too long, I'm afraid, but I once again return to bring joy and laughter into your lives and the lives of all your lovely listeners. Oh, another joke. Neil Armstrong once did an interview after his famous trip to the moon. He stated he'd never want to go back to the moon again. 
When asked why, he said there just isn't that much of an atmosphere. Large Dad, thank you for your contribution. Welcome back. Three out of ten. I I would I, I think it's five out of ten. It's five it's not bad. Ten. It's not bad. But uh, we can we can do better. Did it get a little a little puff of air out of your nose? A little chortle? A little a little huh? You know. Huh. <laughs> All right. Uh, next email from Dippy. What in the goddamn hell are the requirements to earn S or S plus? <laughs> I just played a 26 minute game of Zach where I was awarded a suck minus S minus with a KD of eight zero eleven. I secured three out of three dragons and one out of two rift heralds. I earned progression on the meat shield challenge, which requires you to soak at least 35% of all damage on your team. My CC score was one lower than our Zyra support. My objective damage was double that of the next highest player. I had an income of 425 gold per minute, 147 CS, which was 20 more than my role opponent. I genuinely believe that this was an S plus withheld from me because I didn't die because Riot views zero death games as flawed because I played too safe even though I'm playing Zachary and I have a free in combat revive every five minutes that I use three times in my 26 minute game. I'm pissed because I just need to get one more S to get mastery seven on Zach. Uh, anyway, did you know that Samsung has an app called Samsung global goals? that lets you choose to watch ads to earn money. For, I was, was like, is this just like spam now uh, to earn money for United nations still lots of charitable causes of your choice. Um, you can basically siphon money from annoying ad markets to something you actually care about. You can either click to watch ads or just set it to passively show you lock screen ads. I don't recommend using your personal dollars though, because Samsung does get to use this as a tax write off. So only donate by watching ads. Merry Christmas. Um, third paragraph is what it is. Uh, what do you guys think about that performance? Is that an S plus performance or, or why do we think it wasn't? Any thoughts? I, it's, I don't know. It's it's so hard. It's so hard to have a definitive answer for this. Um, I feel like if I were just to take a quick, like glance at this, your CS is is pretty low, um, five point six per minute. Um, despite being more than your role opponent, is is rather low for junglers and maybe even a little low for Zach. Um, I don't know. Maybe your kills, yeah. like your total kill participation was low. I mean, I mean the way like it works, kills just for and context, is it, it compares you to other Zacks in similar ELO ranges. Yeah. Too. So all it means is, like, there's definitely a percentage. Like, you have to be in the top 5% to get S pluses, top 10% to get Ss, top 15% to get S minuses. It's just, let's just say, I don't know what the actual thing is, right? And maybe you were in the top, like, I guess you get an S minus, so maybe you're in the top 11% um, of other Zacks in your ELO in games of similar lengths. <laughs> like, like it's such a subset, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's it's the reason why, like, um, uh, if you play like a character in a weird role, it's and do well, it's pretty easy to get S's because you're compared to such a like weird subset of characters, um, of data. But it's just yeah. obviously other Zeds in similar length games to you are doing slightly better than you. <laughs> I, I, I think, you know, that, that yeah, that's how the system works. I think probably my thought would be that it's CS and maybe vision score. Vision's another um, big one, yeah. Zach definitely can farm like a madman. So, like, 5.6 a minute isn't 
great. Um, obviously, like, you played very well and probably won your team the game with that performance. Um, but, like, again, similar Zach's maybe had close to that and a lot more farm. Vision score could have been a lot of it. Again, that's weighed pretty heavily. So if you weren't maybe buying control wards or if your sweepers weren't actually sweeping, that could be part of it. Um, you know, it's not, I think, necessarily punishing you for zero deaths, but I think that zero deaths and three deaths are weighted about the same. And so if you had, you know, three more kills and eight more assists and three deaths, probably an S or an S plus. Um, because I, I think it, it just can never expect people to actually have zero deaths. That's in, insane. Um, so it's not so much just punishing you, but like, I think just, again, like a lot of Zach's in that ELO game time, you know, all that good stuff probably have, more kill participation because they are dying and there's maybe like more fighting happening. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. Sweet. Good luck to be. Hope you get your, uh, hope you get your S. Uh, next is from Saigonic who has a couple of, Oh, quest suggestions. The first one is, uh, Oh, sorry. I didn't. <laughs> hey, Lee cast. I've had a ton of downtime at work, so I got really into this week's roundtable question. I didn't want to flood the channel, so here's all the ideas I had. Feel free to pick your favorite or skip them all. I won't be offended. Number one, always father's favorite, Cassiopeia versus Katarina. This quest revolves around the grounding effect on Miasma, and whichever of the two lands a killing blow on the other while Katarina is grounded. Uh, if Cassiopeia kills Katarina, then for the next X minutes, both of her poisons inflict gr the grounded effect. If Katarina kills Cassiopeia, then she is immune to the grounded effect for X minutes. The quest restarts when the buff expires. That's Ooh. cool. I like that idea. Cool. Yeah, I do too. I worry. I think it. I think there should be something more that Katarina can do to participate in the quest, because um, the only way she can get grounded is if, is if Cassiopeia grounds her. Right. Maybe if it's like if I don't know, she kills with her ult. I don't know. Something. Something. I think she should do more damage to snakes. Facts. Okay, I'm down. Uh, the Void is encroaching. Kaisa versus two or more Voidborn. From level one, each takedown on a void Voidborn Kaisa scores reduce the number required for her upgrades by one. Uh, at 10 takedowns, she only needs 90 attack damage to upgrade Q, for example. Each time she is slain by a Voidborn, the number is increased by one. Well, that's so fun. Imagine you just get an Inting Kaisa who can't get her upgrades. <laughs> Wait, I'm supposed to hit my breakpoints at the Zyda. <laughs> oh no, I've died one too many times. I do like the idea, though. It can be like versus multiple characters. That's cool. Yeah, that, that would be cool. Um, Joy versus Fear. Nyla versus Fiddlesticks. One-time quest triggered at level 11. Nyla must interrupt a channeling Fiddlesticks W or ult with her ultimate. If done, she gains uh, more healing on her Q passive. Fiddlesticks must score a takedown on Nyla while she is feared. If accomplished, he gains more move speed during his ultimate. As always, thanks for the community. Saigonic. He had about 12 more of these in the email, by the way. He just like oh, said wow. to, he just had to like pick the like a couple of them. Uh Saigonic, if you want to like post more of those like in the Discord or just in like whatever channel, uh feel free, man. They were good. Nice. Thank you, Saigonic. I couldn't find the document for a second. Sorry there. <laughs> hey, next email is from Eric. And last email for the show. Hey, all. Wanted to ask you how 
Each of you view or contextualize the new Emerald as composed to past seasons. As someone who reaches Emerald, uh, is someone who reaches Emerald the equivalent of an old Platinum player and or an old Diamond player, uh, my guess is that it's a range with Emerald 4 being the equivalent of old Plat 2 or Plat 1 and higher Emerald being the equivalent of old D4. I'm just wondering what your guys' thoughts are on this and how you break it down. For context, the question has been lingering in my mind because I just reached Emerald 4, and I'm someone who in the past has climbed to Platinum and then stopped playing ranked altogether, uh, so I'm not sure if this is considered to be my peak rank or just getting back to where I was. Lastly, I want to say I love the podcast and haven't missed an episode since just before Chris left the show. I'm glad to see him back and enjoying League again, and I look forward to seeing him pop into the show more often. Thanks, Eric. Hmm. Yeah, I I had a great time um, with Chris Colton, uh, Jacob, Alex. I don't know. Why I said Colton like he's returning, um, but yeah, it was a it was a fun time. Um, how do we break down the old versus new? It pretty well is from uh, from silver to platinum. You or silver to emerald. You go up a division from where you were last time. Um, Actually, so I, I think D4 is the the first point in which you don't kind of get the automatic... I'm going to say automatic. Um, the percentage change is the equivalent, equivalent of one tier difference, if that makes sense. Uh, mm-hmm. So silver to silver 4 to gold 4, gold 4 to plat 4, plat 4 to emerald 4. Um, if you were D4 uh, last season, you are D4 to emerald 1-ish is like kind of the, the, the last point where you start to see the tiers dif- or differentiating so it's confusing but like the reality is just be happy with your rank um i don't think it's a big deal um people are very excited they went from like silver to gold um even though in theory there's still the same percentage but i think it's good i think if anything people are excited which will hopefully make them want to play more ranked yeah i, I mean i think to me like d4 like you were saying is about the same um and kind of everything else shifted so I, you're right like i in my head, contextualize emerald is kind of just like new plat and plat as new gold, etc. It, it doesn't really. It's just not something I really think about uh, a whole lot, and I don't think it particularly matters. You know, whatever rank you are, that's where you're at. If you want to keep getting better, keep getting better. Like, I, I don't know. It, it yeah, like, it doesn't really matter if like comparing what the old percentage was to your current percentage and being like, oh well. I'm a top 7% player, but I went from plat two now to Emerald three. So I'm like, it it just doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Nice. Uh, Thank you, Eric. And thank you to everyone for listening. If you'd like to email us, you can email us mail at leadcastpodcast.com. Watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash kinglardout, blue basket and leadcast frost. Visit our website, leadcastpodcast.com. Join our Discord server, discord.gg forward slash leadcast. And support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash leadcast. Um, it is the first episode of the month, so we should read the names. Yeah, we want to thank all of our patrons, including Aaron, Actual Yordle, Adrian, Aiden, Alex, Elise, Angelholic, Armis, Arsonist, Austin, Bobby Jags, Blackwax, Blooper, Boba Solo, Breedable Soraka, Brian, Brosif, Camuril, Chandler, Chaz, Cheese for Real, Chuzix, Coastal Toast, Colton, Cryo Phoenix, CTURL, Dabular, Danman, Dekar, Decapa, Diana, Dicarus, 
Don't be creative. Dr. Coconuts, Dr. Herfer, Herfer, Dragoon, Drew, Dylan, Easter, Feast Forever, Finner, Foxloaf, Frozen Ninja, Gabriel, Gunner, H Fire, Herx, I Cosplay Gragas, Jake, Jody, Jay, Jeff, Jesse, Jesse, Jigmink, Joby, John, Josh, Josh, Joshua, Josh, Josh, <laughs> Plank, Joshua, Calzafar, Katie, Chaos Reaper, Kevin, Kieran, Clon Amy, Koi the Monkey Boy, Conrad, Crambone, Landon, Leafide, League Saint, Lacona, Lisp Sync, Little Peepee, Lucas, Madeline, Man Mannington, Marshall, Mary Makes No Sense, Matt, Max and Mox, M- Michael, Milkman, Mr. Ginger, Muse Guy, My Balls Your Gin, Mystic, Nathan, Nathan, Nikoj, Nicole, Noah, NYC Poem, Oklahoma 10, Oscar, Panda Bear, Pards, Pocky, Raphael Walter, Rattlestick Jake, Reckless Viper, Red Lefty, Rugby Ninja, RJ, Ryan, Ryan, Seth, Shark is Suffering, SMS, Stu, Stuart, Sunny, Sunny, T-Hubs, Thane, The Last Samurai, Thomas, Titties and Biddies, Trevor, Tiscotlam, Ty, Wallace, Whomper, Wolf, Wolfie, Wyatt, X-Strong, Yumi with a Gun, Jomin, and Zill. Hell yeah. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.